Welcome to a special edition of the iRacers Download on the Speedsport Podcast Network and NASCAR Digital Media, the Porsche Car Club of America Sim Racing Champions Edition. I'm your host, Taylor Burris, and joining us here today is my co-host for today, Rachel Whiteford. And Rachel, we are here with some very special guests, as myself and you are part of the PCA Sim Racing Broadcast Team. And we have three of our champions with us here today. Christopher Pies, J.R. Gregory, and Robert Rose joining us to discuss their PCA seasons in their respective classes and a little bit review of the season championship. Yeah, we certainly are, Taylor. Of course, season six for the PCA was phenomenal and an amazing lot of action we had on track. Of course, the two various cars that I think made a distinct difference in how the racing worked this time. We'll cover that with the champions, of course. We had the roof track and we had the Porsche 911 GT3. And that made distinct differences. So I think that will be something we'll have to touch on. But an exciting season with some ups, downs, and some major upsets. So look forward to hearing from them. It certainly is. So why don't we get things started with our challenge class champion from the Oregon region. So he's all the way from the West Coast of the United States. J.R. Gregory joins us here. And J.R., welcome to the iRacers Download. How are you tonight? Uh, Doing fantastic. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Of course. Well, let's take a little bit step in time. And when did you want to get involved with sim racing and, of course, be a member of the Porsche Car Club of America? Um, yeah. Wow. That's an interesting question. Uh, I was actually just discussing this the other day with a friend of mine, uh, how long I've been doing this. And I am uh, 55. And one of the first games that I ever put a quarter in back in the arcade days was a, a game called Pole Position. I don't know if you remember it or not, but uh, I have been uh, standing in front of screens doing simulated driving for many, many, many years. Um, I, I played, uh, GT legends back in the day, Grand Prix legends before that. Uh, and so I've always been super interested in cars, super interested in racing and sort of a computer nerd. Uh, so it just sort of all fell together that way. As we look ahead at the season that you had, JR, you did a phenomenal job picking up three wins and multiple podium finishes with really only one bad race back in race number four at the Brands Hatch Circuit. Is it safe to say that consistency was the most important thing to help you take home this checkered flight? Because you had a very competitive season in your category with Glenn Dennis, who was hot on your heels for most parts of the season until the very end. Uh, yeah, consistent, consistency absolutely was. Uh, it was pretty clear from the very beginning that uh, Dennis had pace that uh, I couldn't really touch. Uh, he was consistently a, you know, a second or second and a half quicker than me in qualifying and even in race pace. Um, so, uh, you know, I, that just sort of relegated me to, to drive my own race and, and do what I could. Uh, my, my goals were just to you know, maintain focus, uh, be consistent and not make any errors. Um, and, uh, it, it worked out. I, like you pointed out, I've, I podiumed across the board except for crashing out of grant of uh, brand's hatch. And when it came down to crunch time at the end, um, it, it was the consistency that got me there. Um, at the beginning, it was sort of the, the Glenn Dennis show and, and, uh, who can stop him. And, and I, I guess no one really did except for, uh, some, some, uh, good luck on, on my part. As we look at the car that you competed in with the roof track, uh, R12, this car is a very well-known car that's been in the service for quite some time before even Porsche came on board. 
So this tr car was a very good combination for beginner drivers to work their way into the series for this challenge class. And as you drove this car, what do you think some of the differences that you have with this one compared to maybe some of the other Porsches that you've run in with the PCA Sim Racing Series? Well, we were just discussing this actually while uh, prior to the show, and uh, the the car I had the most track time in other than the roof is probably the GT4 Cayman. And uh, the roof uh, has a lot of advantages at being partially a fantasy car, because uh, as has been pointed out, uh, Porsche was not available for licensing when iRacing got going, so it was the roof instead. But uh, it has phenomenal brakes, phenomenal power, phenomenal mechanical grip, um, and uh, it, it's just a blast to drive. It, it's, it is super fun. Uh, I drove the Cayman a couple weeks ago, actually in preparation for our PCA Sim Racing event at Road Atlanta. At the same time, there was an official iRacing GT4 event there, uh, and the differences were were fairly extreme uh, in, in all those categories. Uh, the Cayman had a lot more body roll, uh, much worse brakes, much less power. Um, and uh, for anybody who hasn't driven the roof, I, I would recommend it. There's They're great driving cars. They're a blast. Um, not too uh, complicated to set up, and uh, there's some pretty good competition in the public service in uh, iRacing. So it's it's a super fun car. As we look back on the season, what would you have to see would have to be that breakout moment for you where you realize this is your shot to win a championship and look through the season and saw that there was a lot of ups and downs for you, mostly ups, but there was, like I said, that race at Brands Hatch was probably the lowest point of the season for you when trying to stay in the hunt for the championship. But as we look at some of the other points of this race, I mean, we were at a very wide mixed varieties of American and European, the especially surprising one of CTMP, which was, I think, one of the most exciting races we've called. What would you say be one of those races that you look for? You know, I, the the race that stands out for me, uh, I think, was uh, the Long Beach race for a variety of reasons. And uh, uh, I guess the lead up to it, uh, it was sort of had a red circle on the calendar, um, especially in the challenge class with some drivers that are less experienced. Uh, it's a very difficult track, very little room for error. Uh, a slight touch on the wall will, will end your race and lead to disaster. Um, and so there was a lot of preparation by everyone leading up to it. And people were, were pretty cautious in their approach to that track. Um, and it, it actually but actually, we're getting to my favorite point in the season, to be honest. And uh, I didn't qualify that well in that race. I qualified at P7. Um, the one advantage to that was uh, I was on the inside going into turn one. And uh, I just, I, I went for it at that moment. I went from seventh to fourth before the fountain. Uh, and then up around the next couple of corners, Terrence Tong was in front of me and uh, had a little fumble. And I was up in P3 by Pine Street on, you know, the, the first cup handful of corners in the first lap. I went from seven to three. Um, and then one by one, the cars in front of me crashed out. Uh, Andrew Hillman got a little corner hook there at the bottom of Pine Street and had to get uh, had to go to the pits for service. And, of course, uh, Dennis later hit uh, a spun back marker there in turn one. Um, and it was just a great race. Uh, and uh, the PCA organizers kind of made it interesting by having the free hat if you got through it with no incidents. Uh, and I pulled off that as well. 
Um, and it's also uh, one of my favorite courses in real life. Uh, it's uh, a cheap flight from Portland down to uh, Long Beach. Uh, I've been down there many times. We actually call it Cardi Gras. Um, it's a fantastic atmosphere. Uh, it's a, a IndyCar and uh, ALMS um, or WeatherTech uh, doubleheader weekend. And I love the course. I know it very well. And I worked hard to get a good result. And uh, uh, it just all it all fell together, and, and that that was a that was my favorite race of the year, I would say. Well, Jr., where can people go to learn more about your sim racing, your racing, as well as your love for Porsches? As we look ahead to Series Seven later on in 2021. Oh gosh, uh, where could they go? Uh, I you know I'm not really sure I know how to answer that. Um, Social okay, media. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I don't really have much in terms of social media presence for this. Uh, it's it's definitely sort of a, a hobby for me. <laughs> and uh, uh, in terms of social media presence or anything along that line, so I, I really don't have anything. Um, although uh, I can say that uh, we are, are very inclusive in PCA Sim Racing. We love to have new people show up. So any Porsche Club members that that uh, think that this could be fun. I'd encourage them to watch a few of our broadcasts and and uh, see if it looks like fun to them and and uh, come on Discord with us and we can help you get your rig set up and give you advice about equipment and and uh, so forth. And uh, we are, are definitely open and and uh, happy to have new people uh, join the fun. It's it's an absolute blast the camaraderie and and uh, the the learning and and being part of the uh podium esports broadcasts are just fantastic so if you're on the fence um uh, drop uh, by pcasimracing.com or drop into our discord channel and there's lots of people that are happy to to help you get involved it's it's been a joy to do this year well jr we do appreciate you for your time and as we know, that is J.R. Gregory, the challenge champion for the PCA Sim Racing Series from the Oregon region. And Rachel, you're sitting down with Robert Rose from the Shenandoah region. Yeah, I certainly am. And Robert, thank you very much for joining us today. This, of course, was a very, very competitive season for everybody. And points, not necessarily as huge an issue in, in the club class. You definitely had a really standout season. As a driver now, of course, you're dealing with the 911 GT3 compared to the others who were in the roof track. Just as a driver who's been in both, because I know in PCA competition, both cars have run in the past. How different was it for you guys running that car? Yeah, um, thanks. First of all, Rachel, uh, it, it you know was really, uh, like you mentioned, uh, kind of a, a, a good season in club. My first season up there in club. Um, I think it was tighter than it looked in the points, um, so which I'm happy to, you know, kind of talk more about. But uh, you know, I think to answer your question regarding the cars, uh, I joined the PCA Sim Racing League um, just at the beginning of Series Five. So I really I sat out a few races, did EDEs, things like that, kind of training. Um, and coming up to speed, make sure I wasn't going to kill anybody. So I got into a race session and then jumped in about halfway through. Um, but the point being that I got a chance to drive the, the GT4 uh, that came in, in that series. Um, and then our zone group actually ran for the zone group series before that challenge championship. We ran the RSR. So I got a good introduction to that. Um, and then, you know, as you mentioned, moving to the cup car here, 
it, it's it's been three different Porsches along the way, suffice to say. Um, you know, and hard to pick a favorite. They all behave a little bit differently, so it kind of looks, you know, what you're what you're doing, where you're at, as far as where the race is, and you know what you're competing for. Um, kind of dictates to me which one's fun. I really enjoyed the Cup car, though. Um, uh, had to kind of relearn it a little bit. I think uh, was really nervous when iRacing did the big update there. That was, I think, week five uh, of our of our series, possibly week six. Um, so, you know, it was pretty far along in the championship and all of a sudden they, they've got all these updates coming for the car that you're driving. Um, so that was a nervous week. Um, love the RSR for other reasons. Yeah, I think the cup car is very slidey and, and, you know, if you can control it and you're, and you're gentle with the throttle and, and steering inputs, it can be a really fun car to drive. Um, RSR is a little bit different, you know, um, use the arrow, lots of grip, um, doesn't slide a lot, doesn't bounce a lot. Uh, so, you know, you just kind of point and shoot and it's a, it's a heck of a lot of fun to drive. Well, the Cayman is, uh. You know, a momentum car. You got to keep it moving, and uh, you know, to keep to, to keep fast. And I've got to be honest, I wasn't the best at it. So as they went along, I I love the Cup car. I thought it was a good way to good way to to be where we're at. That's a great answer, Tashi. Here in terms of the comparisons between those cars. So of course, your biggest competitors this season were Jean-Paul Lano, uh, Julian Velez, and Sean Murphy. Those are second, third, and fourth in the points in the end of things. Now, club class this season was very much a strategic battle of points more so than on track action compared to some of the other races and you definitely had a lot of competition from those guys those guys in terms of their pace but overall just that points battle how different is it to race guys on a spreadsheet compared to a racetrack um that's a great question and i i want to i do want to mention one other person um who i think was really um, no offense to any of the other guys that you mentioned, but Jonathan Waltman was just untouchable when he was there. Um, he's a very fast driver, very consistent. I think he won four of the races. Um, so, um, you know, I love racing against everybody that you mentioned, Jean-Paul Leneau, Julian Velez, um, you know, Robert Lacroix, um, you know, Sean Murphy. These are all guys. And th- I mean, the field's so much deeper than that. I mean, there's Tamer Albaga, um, you know, Ian Simon and Dave Craig, who kind of popped in and out of the woodwork. Um, you know, Kevin Douglas from the zone group that I'm in. Um, you know, Jake Steinbrink, who I run a lot of endurance races with. Um, so I, I know him really well. These, I mean, this field was tight, you know, so what really scared me was kind of getting up there and trying to do the best you can coming into practice and then looking at the quality times and seeing that there's, you know, if you're a half a second off pace, you're in like P 28. Um, so that, that was tough. Um, you know, but, uh, the points battle was great. I think it was, um, you know, it, it kept you on your toes and, and it's a dangerous thing, I think to step off the gas at any point in time. But, but, um, yeah, I think there were times when you had to kind of recognize that this was a tough group and trying to put that extra tenth of a second in um, and, and potentially crashing out wasn't going to be worth the extra line on the spreadsheet, kind of to your point. That makes a lot of sense, of course, when you're battling race to race in terms of the overall points for uh, fallout, it'll have a big impact for you now. Just for viewers... How many seasons have you competed in PCA competition? So on a national scale, this is just my, this has been my second season. Um, you know, I, I know we're in the middle of the, the first, the inaugural team racing series that we were, I think we were smack dab in the middle of that, if I'm not mistaken. Um, 
So I guess that's kind of a quasi third uh, season. Uh, Series five, I started, um, you know, I think the first race I ran there may have been Barber, um, which I think was week three of that series. Um, So really just almost about a full year um, on the national scale. But we also have run two different uh, zone group you know, sort of mini seasons in between these things um, that, you know, one of them, I, I, I think I won every race in challenge class, which was what put me into the challenge, um, the zone group championship event. Um, but then we also had uh, another series two um, to kind of prepare for series six um, where, you know, the challenging club drove the roof and, and the club and pro got a chance to run the GT three and um, you know, the cup car and, and, and uh, we were, you know, I think fortunate to run a lot of the same track. So, so I guess answer your question, two national seasons and two zone group seasons, plus the team series. So with that in mind, of course, just how has it been for someone to rise so meteorically in the PCA competition? Because second national season and you're in club. Not um, a lot of people actually go up that fast. This <laughs> is surprising. Uh, I remember, um, you know, when I was speaking with Jared Roadheaver, who is one of the zone group coordinators, I'm in, I'm in zone two, so I'm in the two, four zone group. Um, you know, uh, he's from the recent Twitter reason region up in, um, you know, Philadelphia area. Um, great guy. He, he's who did my EDE ride along when I first joined. And I think, uh, um, at the time I was, you know, using about eight year old equipment, um, you know, since the last time I really sim raced seriously. Uh, so I kind of dusted it off when I learned that the PCA was doing it, uh, and I wanted to get involved. Um, you know, as I'm, I came about the PCA, you know, actually not too long ago. Um, I joined. I've only been a member for probably two years. Um, I've been a lifelong Porsche guy, and and I and I, you know, have a project car that I joined to leverage. P- uh, PCA has excellent technical resources regionally. So if you're preparing a race car, or if you just have a street car. You need to know which body shop can work well with the with the brand, um, you know things like that. So I joined to to leverage the the technical community originally and was a member for a little over a year, and then all of a sudden the sim racing league popped on my radar. Um, so uh, I jumped back into it, and um, it's it's been you know it's. It, I've done some sim racing before, uh, you know, so clearly I, I think I had the advantage of not coming in as someone that needed to figure out all the buttons and levers. And, and I'm a technology guy kind of by trade. Um, so, I, you know, putting putting new systems and things like that together is just something I've done over the years. And, and so I looked at it as a as a covid project to sort of build a nice high-end system for myself and get back into it and and racing with guys that have a vested interest with you in the porsche community uh, is great because i think we we come at it from a different perspective than um you know, I think some of the more open leagues that I may have run, you know, four or five years ago, which honestly led me to take some time off because they're they're just they can be off-putting at the level of competitiveness and competitiveness and um, sort of pettiness that goes on in the forums between guys. It, it's a turnoff, and we don't have any of that here at the PCA Sim Racing League. Um, but people like Christopher Pies, who you'll talk to, I think, in a minute the pro champion i mean that guy is week in week out even in between seasons he's hosting classroom sessions um you know where he just goes through whatever it is that people want to talk about he shows some of his real life footage driving he does track walks every week for anybody across the country um you know it's it's a great community and they and we all share setups you know so it's really made it a lot of um a, a big reward and and i'm really enjoying club and 
Um, I've heard rumors that I may be going up again, so we'll see how that goes. Um, I think other decisions people need to make, but um, you know, I'm I love the challenge. I love the community. Uh, I love that you guys do what you do and broadcast everything. is is so cool to get back and and watch other you know your friends and. Uh, you know, zone mates do their thing in their classes and then watch yourself back and see how your race went, see things that you didn't even get a chance to see because of where you were. Um, one heck of an experience, and I love being in club. Well, fantastic. Uh, Robert, before we move on, uh, any socials you want to push out here or any kind of teams you're part of that are something you want to uh, show people? Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of like JR, uh, you know, in that I don't I don't keep a large social media footprint. Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, if you if you ever found me on Instagram, you know, you'd swear I was still a college soccer coach, which is what I've, I've done. So you're you kind of take on different personas. Um, so I don't I don't have a and I'm also touching 50 years old, so I don't, you know, I'm, I'm, I am on Instagram and things like that. But I think it represents a different side of who I am. Um, you know, I, I've got a, a lot of races recorded and things. I keep telling myself someday I'll go back and cut the races together and maybe put something on YouTube where I've, I've got some stuff. But, um, you know, I, I'm with Jr. in that it's, it's not a lot. Oh, there you go. Thank you so much for joining us, Robert Rose, of course, the champion this season six in BCA's club class. Taylor. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Rachel. And with that, we are going to take a quick commercial break. But when we come back, we'll sit down with the rest of our champions for the PCA Sim Racing Series. You're listening to the iRacers Download on the Speed Sport Podcast Network and NASCAR Digital Media. Welcome back, everyone, to the iRacers Download here on the Speed Sport Podcast Network and NASCAR Digital Media. Now, Rachel Whiteford here with Taylor Burris, and we have our third PCA champion now, and that is going to be Christopher Pies of the pro class taylor yes indeed christopher pies from the lone star region joins us as he collected the championship for the pca pro class and christopher i do gotta say you're one of the fan favorites when it comes to the pca you've been in the comp competition for quite some time but tell us a little bit of how you got involved with pca pca sim racing as well as the sim racing in general Hi, Taylor. Thanks. And, and Rachel, thanks for having me on. Uh, yes, for I've been doing sim racing or some sort of racing video games or gaming with a racing genre for as long as I can remember. Um, I've always been kind of a video game enthusiast at heart. Uh, and one of my mainstays while gaming throughout my childhood has been racing games. Uh, I think uh, JR mentioned uh, pole position back in the day. I remember going to the local Chuck E. Cheese and playing a uh, pole position when uh, you know I was maybe eight years old or so. Uh, and so I've just kind of kept with it. Uh, technology has evolved drastically over that time, and and here we are now with iRacing and and PCA grabbing it and and running with it and 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 creating an amazing league. Um, I've when when PCA announced that they were going to be hosting a series uh, for PCA members, Porsche Club of America members, I was all in. I was like, this is fantastic. I love the PCA organization. I do stuff with them all the time in real life, whether it be their, their cruises, their get-togethers, their high-performance driving events, which are track days, autocrosses, all the wonderful stuff that they're doing. To be able to do that in a virtual setting, in a virtual world um, with some of... Uh, the the great porsche race cars it was just like a, a two worlds of mine colliding two of my favorite things uh so i was completely stoked all in and then i've been part of the program since the inaugural series series one 
You certainly have and have had a long career with us. Of course, this is your first championship with the series. And of course, you've collected a couple of wins dating back to series four and five. But this season, a very strong run for you. Two wins. Uh, one, not the greatest race, of course, in race number two that happened at Watkins Glen. But overall, a strong performance to help you get that championship with the consistency because you go up against one of contender in the pro class, Rafael Amorin from the PGA region as he collected three wins. So how important was it for you to make sure you keep this consistency up in order to hold on and beat Rafael for the championship? Yeah, it was, it was very important. My whole goal coming into the series six was to get out of the gates, you know, in a sprint. And uh, I did that with a victory at road America against some pretty stiff competition. Uh, you know, the, the I remember Cameron was up there giving me a run for my money, uh, as well as uh, you know the usual suspects. Leaf Peterson, Raphael was in there. Uh, you know, Michael, Michael Cooper Smith. We had throughout the entire series uh, a really good battle, uh, and it was almost a battle of consistency, as you said. Um, I've learned from one of my good friends, Leaf Peterson, who was the champion last series in series or season five, that. Uh, consistency is more important than anything for the championship. It's not necessarily overall wins. And uh, I took it to heart and realized, you know, picked my battles where I needed to fight them on track, but realized I was playing for the long game. I was playing for the championship, not necessarily in the, any individual victory. Um, so it uh, kept myself, had to ch keep myself in check, stay out of trouble. And uh, ultimately at the end, it, it paid off. Since you've been in part of the PCA for not just the sim racing stuff, but the real world activities that the PCA hosts across the country, what do you think this form of virtual racing could help draw more fans, more people into the Porsche Car Club of America, and then hopefully into the sim racing series? Because when it first started out, since you've been involved since the inception back in 2019, the series has just continued to grow to where now originally where it used to only be one group of drivers showing up each and every week for a certain period of time. It's now four different classes and continually growing to where you have run multiple different series and season throughout the entire calendar year. Right. Yeah. It's, you know, I think this virtual medium for uh, Porsche enthusiasts and PCA members to come and, and race some of these cars that they read about or watch on TV and, and professional series like IMSA or WEC racing, uh, that ability is something that, you know, is uh, we could only dream of, I would say maybe 10 years ago. Um, a lot of people in the PCA, you know, they, they really like their Porsches that they own. Um, they're part of the family. I mean, it goes, you talk to any PCA member and you would see not just that it's, you know, oh, it's a fast sports car, but it is a Porsche. And it's because they not only like the cars that they drive, but it's the, the community that the PCA gives with their other fellow Porsche enthusiasts. Uh, and not everybody that owns a Porsche um, is able to get that Porsche out and drive it in a performance way, or nor do they want to. But getting in the virtual world, being able to take uh, on your, your best friend in, in the PCA and, and get out on track and, and have some good old-fashioned um, competition amongst uh, PCA members... It gives it gives an outlet for a lot of these people to go out and have a good time. Like uh, I would I would equate it to playing golf with some friends. Um, you know, it's a favorite pastime of a bunch of people is to go out there and hit the links and uh, you know get three of your best buds and go have some fun while while playing golf. 
this does the same thing uh, and it's in a way of sorts um, for racing instead. Uh, so if you enjoy speed, you enjoy having that competition, you can get together and, and, and have that uh, in a virtual world where, you know, at the end of the day, if something, you know, you get in a wreck, you just hit the reset button and you're, you're back out on track. Um, there's no, there's no injuries. There's no property damage or any like that. Um, another awesome aspect is, and it's something that we've detailed before in some of our articles that we've written with the, the PCA Sim Racing Series, is that ability to pair up with folks or, or race against folks from all over the country. Um, the Hooths are a great example. They're two mainstays of the PCA Sim Racing Series, both Jim and his brother, Mark. Uh, Jim lives up in upstate New York, while Mark lives uh, in the St. Louis area. Uh, these guys have been doing sim racing for a long time, but the PCA Sim Racing Series and iRacing allows them to reconnect on any given night, uh, no matter where they are in the country, and share the same track and 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 reminisce about times when they were kids, uh, and and that ability to do that is just something quite amazing. That you know, that I, I'm just I'm I'm proud and, and and feel privileged just to even be a part of it. It certainly is. Now, one thing we do got to talk about is in the PCA broadcast throughout pretty much since the inception, we know of a little certain feathered friend that is always a part of your group. Uh, his name is of course Mr. Chip, who is a cockatiel. And you always have some interesting stories to talk about when it comes to racing there. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Chip is, uh, I kind of joke, he's my crew chief. Uh, he lets me know what he thinks. Uh, yeah, no, actually, it's, it's, it's quite funny. Um, I was doing a race a little bit earlier uh, this afternoon, and uh, I had the door open to the room that my simulator's in. And uh, I heard uh, coming through down the hallway, uh, fluttering of feathers. And sure enough, he flew throughout the house found me and landed on the back of my sim chair and started yelling in my ear, uh, probably in his own little way of saying, you're not going fast enough. If you don't win, I'm out of here. And uh, shortly thereafter, uh, flew away. So yeah, no, he, I get an earful from him. It's, uh, you know, I, we've had a cockatiel in our family for quite a, quite a few years now. And it's, uh, it's like having a toddler with wings and a, and a knife strapped to his face. Uh, you know, it's, it's definitely an interesting experience, but I wouldn't have it any other way. We've heard of stories in motor racing of drivers having monkeys in their cars. Now we add a fact we had a sim racer with a cockatiel strapped into his sim rig with him. But of course, we do always appreciate a good Mr. Chip story. Well, as we get things going towards the end of this interview, Chris, where can people go to learn more about your sim racing, your team that you with? Because I know for this year that you had a great new team that you as well as Lee Peterson have been a part of together for this season. Uh, where can they go to learn more about that? Yeah, of course. So um, I've got a Facebook page, which is my name, uh, Chris Pies. Uh, I'm always happy to, if you ever want to connect, uh, anybody out there listening can uh, send me a friend invite and we can connect that way and chat if interested. I've also got a uh, YouTube channel, uh, which is my last name, Pies, first initial C. So Pies C is my YouTube channel where I post uh both the track walks that I do for the PCA and I also post my real life racing, which I, I do as well as real life endurance racing. Um, and, and that's about it. Um, you can also check out my MySpace or Angel Fire page. Oh, wait, no, those expired a while ago. But um, yeah, no, it's I'm not too into social media, but as I try to get and do more real life racing, I'm definitely going to be growing that aspect of my brand, if you call it that. Um, but it's always interesting to say it like that. Um, one of the things that I use the sim for is to 
improve my racecraft and my ability in real life as well. Um, I drive GT4s in real life, and so um, that enables me to do it with, you know, as we spoke before, at a, at a fraction of the cost. Um, so um, I'd also like to just do a quick shout out for my real life teams, uh, Casey Carden Motorsports and Denton Brothers Racing. They've been fantastic in, in allowing this this little kid at heart to go out and do what he has always dreamed of ever since he was, you know, he could remember, uh, which is race cars <laughs> on a real life track. So thank you guys. I appreciate it. And I'll see you guys soon in uh, at Road Atlanta next month. We certainly look forward to it and seeing you guys in Series 7 for all of you champions to go out there and defend Robert Rose, J.R. Gregory, and Christopher Pies. With that, it is time that we come to a close to this special edition of a PCA broadcast of the iRacers Download. And with that, we would like to say thank you to Christopher Pies, Robert Rose, and J.R. Gregory for coming into the show today, and for my partner in crime, Rachel Whiteford, and our producer, Wayne Owens. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the iRacers Download on the Speed Sport Podcast Network and NASCAR Digital Media.